It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard. Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton with the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Yes, we're in a hiatus, but uh, I occasionally occasionally make Brady come in and do stuff. Yeah, well, we'll have another one because we won't have a podcast this Friday. Enjoy your Thanksgivings, everyone. You don't have to listen to us. Yeah, Brady made that executive decision. When I asked in. you a he, question. He, he was like, hey, Stuck, why don't we just blow off Friday? That's like, not how that conversation all right, went all right. at if, all. If that's going to be your attitude going into the game, Beaton, then no. uh, then we, we might as well just cancel the game because half my team is already on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know I'm number one. Anyway. <laughs> Tell them about the social media, and then we'll yeah, get to our guests. Yeah, uh, so again, Twitter, G underscore Stuck on Sports. Facebook, Get Stuck on Sports. Just search for that on Facebook. Uh, when sports get back, uh, we'll be giving you scores and stuff. Well, basketball season's coming up, and, a, and we are joined by our first basketball coach after the break, Marysville's coach Eric Schunk. And for the record, yes, I know him. I coached with him, so you can all say how much how biased I am towards Marysville and how much I suck. So, just just to get that out in the open. So you are biased towards Marysville, but in the same way that somebody who went to PH is biased towards PH, or somebody who goes to Crosslex call it down the middle biased towards Crosslex, and so on and so forth. So I I expected a little. Actually, I expected a little more from you. And you and I definitely will never accuse you of nepotism because you were all over your uncle this year, and you never gave the big Reds a break. What were you bored this weekend? Like, were you just waiting to make fun of me? <laughs> yes, kind of. <laughs> okay, we'll be back with Eric Shank. To those who love the grind, run with us on a John Deere Gator UV. Because your daily routine may change, but the land stays the same. There's still ground to cover and a herd to keep in line. Out here, the work never stops. So keep going on a Gator UV with the power to forge ahead. Nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, 
Replace them with Anderson windows with low-E glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Bean here for TP Logos in Marysville. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium, TP Logos has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery, custom screen printing, and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including things like Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 8.30 to 4.30 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. You'll get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. DuraClean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call DuraClean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Since 1923, Mama Vicky's has been Port Huron's original Coney Island with two convenient locations to serve you. Mama Vicky's Downtown is open Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Mama Vicky's North End is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Fridays and Saturdays they stay open till 8 p.m. With delicious Coney dogs for only a buck 59, you can make every day a Coney day. That's right, Coney's for just a dollar 59. Mama Vicky's, a port here on original since 1923. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You are back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast, and uh, we bring in a guest uh, because, well, you couldn't just keep listening to me and Brady talk all the while we actually need some people with some knowledge who actually uh, kind of know what's going on <laughs> so oh, we, i better leave <laughs> <laughs> eric shunk is uh, here first thing that i'm gonna do is i'm gonna turn you up a little bit all right yes but, the uh, soft-spoken eric yes shunk. Uh, if, and, if you've ever and seen i know that's not game. i i know that's not true you knew me yes <laughs> um, you say that every say that every year don't you <laughs> because last year um let's see i probably did 30 basketball games let's just say and i probably did marysville boys five six times mm-hmm. and uh coach shunk probably had 12 technicals no hey <laughs> no, no. he only got Whoa. what he, he yeah. only got one last got year one? and you didn't even deserve the one you got yeah and i was there for it then no you it, weren't yeah no, i had you, to i know no it was See, at anchor bay what, yes. no 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 the, he, 
He should have gotten a lot more, <laughs> but he didn't. Normally, I understand the look from the ref. That's uh, that's enough, coach. Yeah. <laughs> they say it. Sometimes that doesn't mean it, but then yes. there's the look afterwards. Yes. And then you're like, oh, God, they're serious. <laughs> and being next to him on the bench when I helped him coach last year, there were things I heard him say under his breath that definitely would have gotten him technicals. <laughs> but I have no idea what a- you're talking Anyway, about. thanks for coming in. <laughs> Dennis is in a mood today. I am. I'm. I'm, I'm kind of. Uh, is this standard today. procedure for guests? Just light him up right off the bat. No. <laughs> well, unless you're Denny White. Well, because Denny will give it back. Yeah. Okay. Or he'll start it. Yeah. I wonder how Brady has so much time for this radio gig. Because <laughs> he's been relieved of his duties from last year. Yes. Really. Wait. Now I'm fired. <laughs> yeah. There was a there was a clause in that contract. Mm. Well, anyway. So I mean, obviously. You guys, uh, we'll just get right into it. How, things have been crazy for you. I mean, I know in the summer you had to do your summer camps, basically, at an elementary school outside on pavement, and now you got into conditioning. You were, what, how close were you to tryouts when we got shut down? Uh, I want to say about s- anywhere between 6 to 12 hours, which is... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so was it was the next day. got the word, yeah. You were getting ready to start your tryouts, which at the varsity level, for the most part, is your first start of practice. You might have to make a decision on, like, the last couple, but you know your main team, for, especially with all your returners. How, I mean, how is it getting so close, working all summer, getting the conditioning, and you get to basically the eve of practice and you get your knees cut from under you? Honestly, it was uh, – yeah, I mean, that's a good way to say it, knees cut from – it was uh, kind of like somebody hit you in the gut kind of thing. You're like you're stumbling back, like, what? wait, wait a minute, that's, that's happening right now after all that this went into it and all the – different procedures and protocols we had to follow throughout the summer, throughout the fall. Um, you know, we kind of went through all the hoops and checked all the boxes when it came to that stuff to keep our kids healthy and safe. And um, it was just kind of like, I mean, it wasn't enough, obviously, with and uh, you get shut down so close. Um, to be honest, it was – you mentioned, like, I already knew my team. I was so impressed with our week leading up to it even. I'll just reference that. Um, we had our preseason conditioning. And there were some kids that were I didn't I wasn't sure if they were going to come out, how they were going to look when they did, and they were given 110 percent. And I was really looking forward to that kind of energy coming from you talk about those last couple roster spots. But I was you know add those to the returners that I knew were going to bring the energy and effort that they brought last mm-hmm. year. And yeah, it was like one of those things like holy cow! I I expected kind of good things this year just because you know the returners right I mean, you were there last year to kind of you know see the development they went through but adding that next piece it's always it's you know the cliche is how you know you're only as good as the last player on your bench kind of thing or right. whatever but if they're bringing that kind of energy and effort we were going to have a very high ceiling i think so to get cut off at the last second was just kind of yeah stumbling back after getting hit a little bit it kind of took the wind out of the sails well i know you were very happy with the way last season ended obviously for you last year was a roller coaster yeah. Um, to say the least. yeah, a lot of ups, a lot of downs, but you kind of felt like you ended on a good note. Obvi- obviously, your season didn't get cut short, uh, losing to Crosslex in the district, but you know the, you, your team played well in that game, and you're bringing a lot of kids back. Does that help you at all, having experience and not really teaching everyone new? Like, if this was next year's team for you where you lose a lot of seniors, you might be a little less confident than right now. Yeah, I, uh, I think you hit it right on the head. I think it's not going to be a – a reload or a rebuild or a let's see what this team can do it's it's more it's more like there was just a lot longer between our last game and this game it was it's kind of like for example like when we did get shut down and you know took a couple days and and kind of 
Coach Lito, my uh, Ryan Lito's my JV coach. Him and I kind of worked together on some things and put together a few at-home workouts. I mean, I've never had to do that before ever. You just got to embrace the suck, according to uh, Dabo Sweeney down there at Clemson. <laughs> you just got to embrace the suck. And so we put together a pretty sweet package of at-home programs from conditioning to shooting. And I just kind of threw it out there. And I've already been in communication with those returners. And it's kind of turning into a player-led program at this point like they're kind of seeing who in the underclass has been doing these things um they they kind of check in with one another so it's it is i mean silver lining so to speak but i think i think we're going to be ready when we do get the green light knock on wood that we that we do um but i think no matter what we get out of this year it's going to be rewarding to see kind of everything from practicing behind gardens elementary mm-hmm. <laughs> to yeah. to being cut short having to design uh programs for kids to do november december in their driveways so i just can't wait till we do get the green light to be able to go back um and, and i don't know how this worked out for you guys or how it will work out for you guys but in a normal year football ends and it's pretty close to a month before boys' basketball season begins for most schools, you know, unless you've got a football program that makes a long run into the postseason. This year, with football being pushed back, it only just ended for Marysville, uh, a, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. And, you know, you Singleton, Woodard, Smayfield, those are just a few of the guys. Meyer, they play football. Was that going to affect you, and does the shutdown almost – well, it would make it normal if you could practice. Um, to be honest, like um, there were a couple, like the week of preseason conditioning is when the football players could kind of come back to us. So one week before, basically, um, and a couple of them took a couple days to say, "Coach, you know, I got, I got to just get my head right a little bit. You know, mentally approach the season the right way." And I completely understood that. And some of them came to a few days and were busting their butt that, while they were there. So they were hungry for the season to start, but also you could kind of tell, like. They, you know, being as successful as they had in the football season and pushing into a little deeper in the playoffs, um, they did need a little bit of a recharge. And, and when, you know, I was like, yeah, take that time. I think we can embrace maybe this time here. I think maybe they're really going to be hungry, <laughs> maybe coming back when they do get the green light to play. Um, that mental break is, is good for everybody. And, and like I mentioned before, they're driven at home with the physical kind of conditioning and shooting and things like that. So I, it, might, it might be a benefit for them as well. It might be, you know, it's, it's who's ever going to be the best coming out of this. Um, it's you're, everybody has a choice to, of what they're going to do day in and day out when they're not allowed to do the one thing they, that they're supposed to be doing at that time. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, kind of coming back if it was a positive for them. Well, yeah, I mean, some of the guys you mentioned, Marco Singleton never came off the field. Uh, Evan Woodard, literally, I don't think ever came off. He was on every special team. He was on offense, defense. Uh, Larry Smayfield played a ton. Zach Meyer played both sides of the ball. Those are some guys that have, that were on your team last year that are, are seniors now that, you know, played a lot for you. So maybe getting a little recharge because you demand a lot. You're a coach that – you will demand a lot, but you'll praise a lot from what I've seen in my personal experience. So, yeah, maybe a little bit of a break to rest their bodies because they got beat up. They were workhorses for that team. So now you get them at 100%. Now they have no excuses yes. when, you, when you finally get them back. Um, honestly, and, they, and those are the kids that were showing up at preseason conditioning as well. So they, they're a tough-as-nails group of kids anyway, um, and, and they're, they were ready to attack it right there on November 16th. So I can only imagine when you got to put the tiger back in the cage for as long as it's going to be in there.
there and we get the we get to go uh i'm i'm very excited i would love to you know be able to film that first practice and say this is how you attack a season because um that first transition drill we do those guys are gonna be out of the gates they're gonna be flying it's gonna be fun to watch so i, I guess the first week of practice when they finally say okay and let's assume we get to this point where it's okay teams get in the gym start working out uh season starts january the whatever um what I give it about a week and the the kids will be going insane to play games <laughs> yeah no kidding yeah hopefully there's not that big delay like uh yeah because the projected right now would be first first practice is december 9th and first games were like the january 4th? 4th is the first day competition i think could begin on january 4th, 4th right yeah, so that's, that's a whole month, which is longer than it normally is that's yeah we might have to do if that's what the green light is to go we might have to modify our schedule um on what it looks like over christmas break so that we're not just practicing for four straight weeks because as hungry as you are to play a sport you didn't play the sport to practice right you played it to play the game so <laughs> you, can, you can only see a, the same color jersey across from you for so long oh, before yes. i mean yep. a, a, like a two-week camp is a long time oh yeah usually if you're practicing twice a day or even like long practices that's 10 so you're talking 20 hours of playing against the same nine people yeah yeah you're gonna get a little feisty and hungry <laughs> at the end of that so okay coaches uh, take me through this. Uh, what are we doing at Marysville? I'm I'm coming out for basketball. What? How do I prepare myself as a player? What do I expect from my coaches? Uh, shoot the rock. <laughs> if you can shoot it, we trouble. can find a spot for you. If you can't shoot it, then you got to be in a great shape. You got to be able to dribble. You know, I'll throw all the other skill sets in there. But um, the style of game now, I would say, is is get up and down the floor play as hard as you can on the defensive end and then get up the floor again back on offense it's you want to ramp that tempo and you talk about you know when you you know baseball has been big into the analytics side of things mm -hmm. and, and basketball I think is starting to get there with with the shot selection and time of like maybe not so much time of possessions but but your quality of possessions like what are you getting out of them um you know, some some programs will say we need to shoot the three ball 30 times a night or whatever. I, I think it, you know, changes team by team. But to go back more focused on what your, your question, shoot the ball and get out and run and be strong enough to mentally go for 32 minutes of doing that. So I know, I know one guy who shoots the ball pretty well for you. That's Evan Woodard. Oh, yeah, that kid. Um and he dribbles the ball well, too. And he's my best defender on ball than anybody else. So what do you know? He's a Swiss Army knife once again. <laughs> yeah, you know, Because yeah. there's some kids, they get ready to jack one up, and you kind of hold your breath. And then there are the other kids where you're fine with them taking that shot every time. Yes. And, and to be honest, I, I want to say – about 90% of the returners have that ability to knock it down from, from Marco to Hayden to, I mean, Cole Bowman to, I mean, we're, go, Kyle Nagan. I mean, we're going down the list of people that I, if they're the ball in their hand and you haven't closed out on them, then they're probably going to put it up. And then you got guys inside that are going to work their tail up. Sam Lasher, he always jokes, I'm a football player, coach. I'm a football player. I'll tell you what, he's one of the smartest defenders, and he knows exactly who to pass it to if he gets double teamed inside. He's, he's a human shooting machine just passing it to our shooters sometimes. And he's the reason inside that they get all those shots to go up. So it's a good dynamic. Do we need a break now or we good for time? Or? No, we can take a break if you want to. All right, that sounds good. Okay. He's been talking a while. We'll give him a little chance to recover. <laughs> well, he was on a roll. And, he was. Uh, you know, he, he was knocking him down, and I figured while well, he's got the hot hand, let him keep shooting. <laughs> you like that? You like I, that segue? We'll be back.
For those who love the grind, run with us on a John Deere Gator UV. Because your daily routine may change, but the land stays the same. There's still ground to cover and a herd to keep in line. Out here, the work never stops. So keep going on a Gator UV with the power to forge ahead. Nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. The City of Marysville continues to strive to be a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. Go to our City of Marysville webpage at cityofmarysvillemi.com to find employment opportunities, business assistance, learn about our outstanding Marysville public school system, or just book a round of golf at Marysville Golf Course. Marysville, a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. And remember, the sun always shines in Marysville. Precision Care has been locally owned and operated in Marine City and has served the Blue Water community for over 25 years. Precision Care is the leading property and landscape contractor in St. Clair County. Always looking to hire the best people? Check out their website at precisioncarellc.com. Click on the Application for Employment tab and send in your resume today. Precision Care is a proud supporter of local athletics at all levels. Call today at 810-765-7968. For all your landscaping needs, it's Precision Care, LLC. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back. 
Dennis and uh, Brady and Coach uh, Eric uh, Schunk talk a little basketball on the uh, program uh, today. That that's a switch because we've been yeah kind of football, football, football uh, as you would expect. Right. Um, but uh, now uh, uh, we, we hope we'll be getting into basketball here sooner than later. Yeah. Hope. Yeah. Hopefully by well the ninth they'll all be practicing and we'll be getting ready to do games by the the after the new year. That's the plan at least. I mean. <sighs> such a long way but there will be some football in between hopefully there. yeah hopefully i'll be at frankenmuth at some point to do the marine city regional game but in the meantime we're talking with coach eric shunk from marysville and well yes you are a marysville grad but that's not where you got your uh first coaching job you were uh up in mid-michigan for a while weren't you uh yeah at a little school called farwell so farwell mm-hmm. high school uh the eagles I was uh, I coached varsity basketball and varsity baseball up there for about five years. Yeah, so I mean that's that's a big switch because that's like people think Marysville is a small community. <laughs> I think you learned that Marysville is not necessarily like there is smaller towns in Michigan. Yep, yeah, that's a real small school. Uh, I was Class C, about four or five hundred, and I think we got double that mm. at Marysville now ish in those numbers. So, uh, yeah, it was it was a good experience while I was there. It was interesting, learned a lot, and. Uh, you know, yeah. where I got my first opportunity to coach at the varsity level, so I'll always have that place. Well, what what's the big game at Farwell? Who's your big uh, rival? Claire. Claire, Claire Pioneers. Okay. Yep, the, the Jack Pine Conference. <laughs> That's a great name for a conference, by the way. Oh, the yeah. Jack Pine, better than. Well, we'll get into that later. <laughs> well, there's a Marysville <laughs> grad up there. Mike Valena is the head uh, football coach up there at Meridian, Sanford Meridian. Really? There. Yep. So there is some connections between this area and the old Pinecone Conference. I'm not going to say I know anything about these schools, but I've at least heard of every school you've mentioned so far. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I just remember when I was in high school playing baseball, because he knew our coach, we had to go up to Farwell to play a doubleheader on like a Saturday. We fed you. Yes, you did at least feed us, but it was like a a three-and-a-half-hour drive. It felt like took forever in the middle of nowhere, and – his team tried. Um, <laughs> it was a quick couple games. And then we were like, we just came up here for six innings of baseball. <laughs> but he did feed us very well. Yes. I will say that. But, no, now you get to come back home. Is it, is it nice, you know, your alma mater? Not the same gym you played in, but the same school district that you went to. You finally um, get to take over. Um, yeah. I mean, I've always bled blue and white. I mean, it's mm. been uh, – I think, it, you know, what I learned from, from my coaches and my experience going to Marysville High School, I think some of those, you know, traditions uh, really, really held true in my heart. And those are what I try to instill now into our athletes. You know, multiple mm-hmm. sport athletes is a big part of that. I know that, you know, growing up it was always, you know, so-and-so was this football, basketball, and baseball player, for example. And mm-hmm. I want to, you know, make sure that un- we, we can be successful in all those things by developing just overall great athletes and overall student athletes. I mean, last year, you know, one of those traditions, academics, you know, we always, you always see Marysville for academics, but that's a prideful thing too when you're a student athlete that has it too. Well, you mentioned a three-sport athlete, and you get people nowadays that just want to specialize in one sport. They think they need to focus all their attention on sport acts, do it year-round. That's not the case if you want to be a college athlete. Like, I, I know coaches that have said they love other sports. Like, for example, football coaches love wrestlers. 
on, on the offensive and defensive line. They love kids that wrestle. They like skill position guys that play basketball. That's why they come to the games to see how they are with their feet and just the, the different skills you develop in other positions. And I know you're a huge proponent of multiple sport athletes and working in tandem with other sports. Yeah, and I think, honestly, it, it teaches you how to be a teammate at, in different components because you're not always going to be the star player in any line of work or any – you might not be the star at the school you get recruited to go on to play. I mean, mm-hmm. you might have to learn a role, and it's always interesting to see those – like stud basketball players kind of taking a second string in baseball or something like that. It's, it's interesting to see how they, their dynamic works. And, and you mentioned a lot of the physical growth that you get from, mm. you know, training your body in multiple in sports. But I think there's a mental growth that happens there as well, where you got to kind of learn your role in different ways. And it only helps you with life, whether it's, you know, family stuff at home or, or the workplace. I think it, you know, learning different roles is a very important part of, of life. Yeah, it's kind of a toughness factor. Too, yes. you find out how tough a, a an athlete is, yes. um, based on the the different things that they have to face in the different sports. Yes, yep. That's you know, in the sport where it comes easy, they're going to handle it differently than in the sport where maybe it's a little more difficult for them. Yes, that's yeah, very well said. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, obviously, well, especially at smaller schools like when you were at Farwell, all your athletes are probably going to be three sport athletes yes. or play a lot of different sports because you don't have the the you're not at a Dakota where you have 3,000 kids that you pick 12 guys from. Yeah. You have to the same at Marysville, what, 800 kids to make a football team, a basketball team, a, a hockey team, a, a baseball team, all that. So you're going to have to wear multiple hats if you want to be successful. And like you said, like if you think name any great athlete that comes through, we, like we talk about that St. Clair team that won a state title in uh, baseball. Most of those guys played multiple sports. Jake Cronenworth was a very good hockey player. I know you remember yeah. him coming up. And, I mean, obviously you, had a, you have an NHL player that was on that team, an integral part of that uh, St. Clair baseball team. So, yeah, three-sport athletes, it's something I've never understood specialization. Athletes are athletes, yes. man. The same people who are, you know – you mentioned even some uh, Marysville kids. Yeah. You, know, you just went through a list of kids who didn't take a break off in, in football, and those same kids will be, you know, the same quarterback throwing it up for, for Larry to go up and grab it for a Hail Mary-type pass is going to be the same Larry bringing down a rebound every single right. night. Like, it's an athlete's just being an athlete, you know. Well, and you yourself, you didn't play college basketball. You were a college baseball player. Correct. So you know – you've worn different hats. I mean, you played soccer in high school. Heck, you were even an offensive coordinator for a year up at Farwell, which I yeah, love that fun fact about that's, you. Yeah, yeah, offensive coordinator for football just yeah. for two years. Yeah, but so, I mean, even as a coach, you were still almost a multi-sport athlete even until recently. It's just, again, and so athletes are athletes. You're just teaching athletes. So it's the same movement in space. It's the same weight room and agility routines. When it comes to sports-specific stuff, there's a, always a head coach that hopefully knows more, and you can just pick their brain and say, how do I teach that skill? Right. Now, I know uh, – What's, what's your favorite, though? Is basketball like the sport, or would is baseball – is there a different strategy? Because both sports have strategy. Well, I, I mean, coaching-wise, I love coaching basketball. Up until this summer when we were having to do our team camp outside behind Gardens Elementary, uh, <laughs> I never had to get uh, snowed or rained out from a basketball game, <laughs> which is a constant factor here in Michigan for baseball or <laughs> coaching in winter gloves. Um, but that's my personal preference. Um, yeah, the strategy, I think, um, basketball is just way more – I'm an intense person, so I think that on the fly, like, all right, we need this timeout. we got to figure out this play right now. How do we stop what they're doing? Whereas baseball, it's kind of like – it's uh, they, you know – 
there's a lot of this old gentleman's type game of it where it's more slow paced and you kind of are playing chess or it's slow down strategies which is still fun because you can you know execute certain offensive or defensive things or prepare them and you know drills and practice whatever it's all got its advantages but for me personally basketball just because i like getting after it now we don't know the specifics of what's going to happen when you come back but we know there's probably going to be less than normal crowds how is that going to affect you both with the kids and you know we joked about it before but you are an intense coach like everything's going to be heard, whether it's a player, whether it's an official, whether it's you saying something. Those gyms aren't quiet and sound carries. If it goes back to only two ki- two tickets per kid, you're going to have 30 people in a, in a big gym. How is no fans going to affect how you change your game? Well, I think our kids are, have shown to be adaptable during all of this from last spring till now i think i think they're they're learning that's the one skill we talk about what they're missing out on i think the one thing they're gaining is adaptability like mm-hmm. they've figured it out they, they've seen where the empty football fields or you know they're they're going to adapt a lot quicker uh for me personally i'm kind of happy i get to wear a mask this year if i gotta embrace something it might keep <laughs> me shut a little bit more <laughs> refs might give me a second one still but i think uh I'm, I, you know, you just got to embrace what it is. Like if we're going to be playing in a quiet gym, well, you, you've touched on mental toughness before. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe it's the team that maybe is not just the most skilled, but can handle that weird environment that we're going to be in. Who can get out of the gate and figure it out early enough, or just ask our moms and dads to cheer extra loud. We can have that too. <laughs> well, I'm sure, you know, unless it's a huge game where the, the stands are packed, you, I don't, I don't know. How often do you really notice a crowd though? In a uh, game, because I know we've talked to other people, and like Coach Letson said that he only really noticed it when he first came out, the very first game, but after that, he kind of got used to it. How, I mean, how often have you noticed a crowd, both when you played and when you've coached? Um... Oh, well, I love a big crowd, to be honest. I mean, if the, the bigger the crowd and, you know, the louder the gym, <laughs> bigger crowd, smaller gym, I mean, that stuff, that's high school basketball. Um, mm. It's, it's going to be something that I'm going to miss, but, but you mentioned um, – Maybe, maybe it won't even be something you really notice. You just kind of maybe notice it while you're doing, while you're there, while we've, mm-hmm. we've taken, we've been able to embrace it. But like, maybe, maybe it'll just be the new norm. I hate that phrase, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe it'll just be the new norm. I think you notice it more in a rivalry game yeah, if there's not the, the big crowd. Again, and this will be something that I know you're going to get after yep. at some point in the podcast. Yep. We'll save that for the last segment. But yeah, you know, you're playing, you're playing center line. You're probably not going to notice a big difference because <laughs> yeah, no the, the crowd that you would have is the crowd that you're going to have. Yeah, um, Warren Lincoln at home on yeah, February but, Tuesday night. Is but not you, you a get St. Clair comes into town and the gym is empty. That's going to be different. Which I'm super. That's the one thing that when they talk about where we can start playing again, the games we've lost or dropped off of our schedule, I should say, the big one against Croslex at mm-hmm. home, both Marine City and St. Clair. We got one against Yale. Like those are the those are the right. like. You have some history there. You, you've, 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 you know, those are rivalry type games, and and yeah, those crowds would have been awesome <laughs> at, at the old pit in St. Clair on a Friday night. I mean, that's the stuff you remember even when you're old and can't run anymore. It's a great gym, but it's a horrible gym. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they need a new one. They need a new one, but yet you'll miss it when it's gone. It's like Marysville. Oh, I know. Marysville I- needed a new one. But uh, well, you're probably too young. No, Brady, I remember that gym. That oh, gym, the two tiers. There's just something. Seating. There's just something about it when you walked into it. 
You know you got a low ceiling when there's still drop tiles that line the entire rafters. <laughs> That's a low ceiling. And, I mean, I, I do miss that gym, but, you know, the new gym is fabulous, especially from a broadcaster's uh, point of view. Oh, yeah, you got the nice little camera wells. It's, it's probably the brightest gym in the area because you go to some of these and, and if you get Brady doing your games, you won't have to worry about your voice. He'll drown you out. Oh, good. Yeah, well, he knows that. <laughs> I told him it's going to be interesting that uh, he'd be he'd be calling games from the uh, from the huddle on the sideline. Yeah, he's, he's, he's <laughs> he still trying he's to get some me. sort of all access pass or something. <laughs> that actually, we could mic you up. That that might be fun. Yeah, it worked for the Prowlers. after timeout interviews. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> Good thing we stream our games on the internet. Yeah, yeah. no regulations. <laughs> we, we, we well, run into some issues. Well, there, it's you know. funny you say that. I know you were listening to the Marysville playoff game. And the King coaches got a little intense a few times. Oh, yes. And it was it was very clear. I've had that happen on regular radio. I'm just, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, and I'm not one that apologizes for it either. I mean, no. I assume if you're listening to the sports game, you understand a little bit about sports. Yes. And that you realize that, uh, unfortunately or unfortunately, that's part of it. Emotion is a yeah. part of it. And I'm not going to tell a coach that he can't swear. Yeah. Well, and I if it bleeds I over my that. broadcast, I, I guess I got to do a better job of trying to muffle it somehow. Yeah. Well, we're on the internet, so we don't have to worry yeah. about it. So I just kind of <laughs> let it happen. I mean, I, I see it annoys me during the. Oh, we're sorry. I might have heard some language. Then don't mic it down there. If yeah. you don't want the language getting over, don't put microphones down there. Mm -hmm. That's why I won't sit on the bench at a Marysville game <laughs> <laughs> during the basketball season. Uh, but I mean, we live in that era, though, where everything is in your face. And they're always in the middle of the game. I'm surprised they don't walk out between pitches at baseball games uh, yeah, and ask the pitcher, well, what are you thinking there, throwing the off-speed pitch instead of a fastball? It is We're coming to that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do we need another break before I start ranting and yes. raving? Yes. Uh, right. I'll, I'll let you uh, kind of uh, gear up here for uh, Brady's favorite segment. We call it Rag on the Mac. Yes. And we'll do that when we come back. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-87. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did.
When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. TB Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays, 830 to 430, or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. Preferred Charters is a privately owned and operated transportation service located in Michigan for the past 13 years. Well known for customer service and well-maintained equipment. From sightseeing tours to conventions, corporate transfers, sports teams, parades, sporting events, and private charters, Preferred Charters has the wheels and wherewithal to ensure the smoothest ride with drivers that are the best in the business. Call 810-982-7433 and let Preferred Charters do the driving. For full-service residential and commercial network installation and management, you need Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering. Thompson Engineering will install and maintain long and short-range point-to-point links, install security cameras, access controls, and provide audio-video engineering. Visit online at thompson-engineering.com or call them at 810-221-1667. That's 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, we're back, and uh, it's uh, at this point that uh, I see the little veins popping out in his forehead, so he's ready to go. So it's uh, I got to well, turn him loose, Coach. Well, let's okay. <laughs> Let me at least start with this. Last rant. year, coaching with him, I think the most fun game we had. Well. The two most fun games we had, coaching and afterwards, the port here on the, the first port here on high game where it's obviously fun because we won these games against traded yes, go ahead buckets. Yes, go ahead buckets at the final minute. The gym was packed. It was loud. Port here on gym's awesome because you're they're yeah. on top of you, and you got that like wall behind you. It was intense. Marco Singleton hits a bucket with what four seconds left to take the lead. The other one was which. That'll be the first game of our schedule. Yes, if it comes back. If it, they just cut following the, head the date. Off. Yeah, if they go January fourth. The first date on our schedule is the game at Port Huron High. Well, one of us will be there for that if that happens. Then so I did last year's game, so I get there. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you brought you up all that, that from last though, right? year. Trade yes. buckets, Coach Stu down there. He does an awesome right. job. So yeah, so you remember that game? You were at that game. That was a fun game. It was a great game. Yes. Were you at either of the St. Clair games? Uh, I was at the one in Marysville. Okay, that was another that's fun. the one where you shut them out in the first quarter, Correct. right? Yep. Yeah, so I was at that game. Yeah, that was probably the other fun game because they're both local teams, and it meant more. Would it have been cool if, as a Marysville guy, you shut out Lamphere in the first quarter? Yeah, but you really wouldn't remember it. Like, it's, it's just different, and that's why, where I get to, why I don't like the Max. Okay, I understand for football why 
the, the limitations of the playoffs because not everyone makes it and playing smaller schools hurts now. Again, I, I went on a rant with that a couple weeks ago on the podcast, but for basketball, I don't see a reason why there shouldn't be area teams in a league. Why is it that, I mean, Marysville and Port here on higher in the same league just because that's happened how it worked out. But, I mean, think about last year. Marine City, St. Clair, uh, Northern, all were conference champions, right? Yes. Yes. PH finished second in their conference. And you had, I mean, Marysville had an up-and-down season. Beat teams, uh, beat St. Clair, who was the Matt Gold conference champion. Beat Port Huron High, who finished second in the Max Silver. That's a competitive league. Yeah, there are going to be some years teams are up and down, but I don't see a reason why there can't be local teams in an area. And you played, I mean, you were around when the MAC just, Marysville just got into it, right? You're talking about bringing back the scale is where you're not some out Some form of the scale yeah. or uh, rivalry games. Yeah, rivalry games. Every, Tuesday night in the gym is still a pretty dang good game in terms of crowd size. Yeah. Yes. So imagine the, those atmospheres that we talked about, but. Every game, you you go from playing. You have Marysville Northern. You have Marine City Port here on high. You have Saint Clair Northern the next week, and it's just that constantly. Instead of having to get on a bus and go an hour and a half to Madison, yeah. And where's Lakeview? Yeah, <laughs> right. And you have thirty people in the stands. I mean, you what you played when the MAC first when Marysville first joined the MAC, right? It was correct. You, you were it was fairly fresh when you were back in your playing days. What are your thoughts on that and a local league and what needs to happen? Is it viable or am I just blowing smoke? Um, I think it's gotten almost too big. And I think there's it, – it's those yeah, the loss of rivalry games kills things. Um, although there's a lot of good competition, like that's the one thing – I mean, if you're looking at positives of the MAC, it realigns every two years. So if you're not the constant doormat, you kind of always will fit into something competitive – there's positives to it. I see mm-hmm. there's there's uh, programs like that's why schools want to join the MAC is so they can have, you know, a lacrosse conference or a swim and dive conference or, you know, all these other things. I get it. But I tell you what, you could still have all those programs and be just have those programs not in the conference. I mean, Notre Dame's been getting right. by for years. He figured it out. Right. You don't well, need no, a conference. Right. Northern hockey isn't in the MAC. Yeah, you can be selective with what like I don't think the Mac's gonna go. Oh, you're out for basketball and football and baseball. Well, you can't have girls golf and lacrosse in the Mac. Like, no, they need teams too. And there is things tied in with the academic side of things too, with Mm -hmm. uh, you know Mac principals, Mac assistant principals, and athletic directors. There's a there's other things that are involved in it, so it's not as as easy, but. Um, I think, you know, how fun would it be if, if you just kind of drew a big old circle around the Blue Water area and said, here's some of the scale. I mean, the BWAC schools, we have some great games against them. Like mm. you mentioned it, Cross-Lex. Like that could be an easy rivalry game. I mean, there are great programs up there that we would love to be able to play in multiple sports year in and year out. It's just how, you know, how many openings are in our schedule. How cool right. would that be if that came down to a conference title? I mean, divided east-west or however we want to do it, but I feel like there could be some solid parity if we did combine just a more local. Plus, I mean, just the, if you talk about, you know, cost of travel and knowing mm-hmm. where you're going. and <laughs> I mean, Well, yeah, because think about it. You don't have to pay a bus driver to go all to go two counties over. Your farthest drive, even if like let's just say in this fantasy, you combine the BWAC and the local teams. Your farthest trip's what forty minutes to Emily City. 
from right. Marysville. Now, if you're talking, you're that school at the bottom of it. Yeah. You're at the top. Yeah. We happen to sit in the middle, so right. that works. But Alkanak's yes. already doing that. Alkanak's yes. already going to Imlay City. To They're North already Bruce. going to Crosslex, to Yale. Um, they're already going to Elmont. Yeah, I mean, no, it does. Now they get Marine City and St. Clair yeah, and yeah. Marysville. I mean, it's just a straight shot Which, up the river. east-west would be yeah. Yeah, better for them. You basically would have a coastal region and you'd have an inland region. There you go. Yeah. See, we're solving I mean, that, now maybe their biggest trip is uh, Richmond or Armada. Yeah. Yeah, or I up just, to Port Huron. I mean, but when you play, what are the games you remember? What are the, the moments you – I mean, the local – Yeah, the local – Local games, St. Clair, Northern, mm-hmm. Port Huron High. I mean, those those games. And I, I know that some of the size difference does – because, okay, Algonac's now, what, a D6 school, at least in football. They're I think they're classy. No, they shouldn't be in a conference with a Port Huron High that has – or Northern that has, what, 1,300 kids. But you could do the same thing if you got – you know, you're, you just talked about it east-west. Well, that mm. might work for basketball, but you could have a realignment in there for football as well where maybe you play only, you know, like your strength of schedule. You know, if you finish in the top – Four, you make sure those are your league games and you can go elsewhere right. for your others. You know, you can make things where you, you don't always have to cross over against the mm-hmm. same people year in and year well, out. Well, and you were at a small school in Farwell that was kind of at the basement of the Jack Pine. Correct. So you've been in that situation. But the one thing I don't like about the realignment is you don't get to build natural rivals. Okay, yes, if you're in a conference with teams down in Macomb, at least play the same one so you can build a rapport, build a history. I mean, Jack Pine Conference, like you said, you were basically rivals with, what, every single conference team by the um, end? I mean, a big one like, would be, you know, Claire, obviously. Right. Well, Claire and, and, you know – Harrison would also be one of those in there as well. But um, the, yeah, the building of, of to get, you know, to become a, you know, to out, whatever, outdo your rival. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is something that's kind of lost when all of a sudden you're like, oh, man, that, you know, Madison won the basketball conference. Man, we want to build our program to be able to, at that level. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they're not in your conference anymore. You're right. Like, oh, okay, well, who are we building for now? Like, it, like, is, it, is, it is lost when they have the realigning and shifting around as well. Port here on High East Point had a great game yeah. last year. They battled it out. They don't get to play again now. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it's okay. You're going to try to make what you can of it, but then it's a new, new rival. Like, I, I just – I guess for me, I don't like the whole, the whole process of, well, some teams want to move up, some teams don't want to move up. We want to move down because we're smaller. It just – it just – I'm not a fan. I've made that very clear. <laughs> I just no. think that the positives – very much outweigh whatever work has to be done. And I know it's not as easy as going, okay, let's have a fun conference. Like there is hurdles to get through. I understand that. I just think that at the end of the day, it's a long-term better for everyone. So, I mean, I'm sure you would love to have a conference with all local teams and never have to go play in Madison's gym again or yeah, Never I mean, have to it's, go down. It's, yeah, you, when you have adding the local rivalries, you can you can you know, and it's good for the kids too. Not mm-hmm. just like you're talking travel or rivalries. Like the kids will always grow up playing little leagues or travel ball against those same ones, and then they see them on high school teams, and then it's it's the same ones. Whereas you go down and play, like for example, I can guarantee no one on my basketball team is going to really you know, have played against a kid from Warren Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Like, they know of them. They've been in our conference for a couple right. of years, but they don't know them, whereas they can name kids on rosters at St. Clair and Northern and Marine City. And well, I mean, how many – it was what, this summer, I think, full Come on, Brady, on it. you love the game in Hazel Park. Come on, we're all Vikings. <laughs> 
There's no reason <laughs> Hazel Park should ever be a conference game with Marysville. Yes. That should never be a thing. Now, but it was, what, this summer that a bunch of kids got together at that park out in Emmett. Folsom, I think, did an article on it. Just local kids went and played because they couldn't organize camp. So they yeah. just went and played, and now they don't get to play each other. Kind of off the topic. There are sometimes interesting matchups. Um, I know you have one with Bishop Foley. Yes. Uh, yeah, there's absolutely nothing to do between these two schools, but you happen to know the coach there. Correct. And Play so you guys get together, and it's kind of a neat thing. What did the game uh, last year at SC4 that yes. you guys played? Yep, and that's, again, that's a bummer. We've missed out on this one, that one this year. Um, but that's always going to be on our schedule. It's just one of those things that – and they're a lot smaller than us, but they have, you know, a solid program being built there in the Catholic League that they play in, and, and they gave us a heck of a game last year. And, you know, they kind of mirror the similar styles of play, so it's a good matchup for us. Well, and before um, – this question slipped my mind earlier. I know the MHSA talked about possibly allowing up to four games in a week to try to maybe make up some of those missed games. As a coach, what are your thoughts on possibly having four games in a week, whether you have to play on Saturday or, or something like that? Three I can see doable. Mm-hmm. Three I can see doable. Four is going to just be too physically demanding because you'd have to have a back-to-back on back-to-back weeks. <laughs> I mean, if you have to play a back-to-back, okay, like that's a, a random event. But there's also off days built in. You can't fit four into seven days without it without there being a back-to-back so it's got to be it's got to be one of those things that maybe three and I'm okay with three always Mm -hmm. three always that that should be the MHSA should just change it and they should you know on top of my list of rants adding another conference (laughs) or like a class yeah yeah no division you got four divisions or class a b c d it's the same thing right now in basketball basically but there's a huge gaps in those classes whereas you could get a fifth division in there can't see why they wouldn't want to have another finals. Well, let's talk about that for a moment because right now Marysville's on the cusp of being Class A or Class B. Our girls' team yeah. is Division One. Yes. Our boys' team it's is still Division D2. One and Two now. Yes, yeah. they call it divisions. Um, so, in case you don't know, so Marysville has what's their enrollment? Eight fifty-three, I think. Ooh, yeah, you know more it's, on that one. I, it's close. It's somewhere. I just in know the, we are ca- classified as Class A. Yes. So in girls, they are Division One. Their district includes Dakota, Lons Cruz North, I think Port Huron High and Port Huron Northern. And Anchor Bay. And Anchor Bay. Yeah. Dakota has over three times the amount of kids <laughs> that Marysville does. There should be no – if a Class C school with like 200 kids had to play a team with 700, the world would be ending. People would be screaming because that's not fair. <laughs> but a team with – just under 900 kids has to play one with almost a thousand or 3,000. That shouldn't happen. Yeah, another class needs to be added because yeah, Mary. Uh, if you have 900, you there's no reason you can't compete with a team with like 1,500. No, I was gonna say I think the cutoff needs to be maybe when you double your size. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have to play that school because if there's two of you in there, that's too big. Yeah, and I just don't understand why. Uh, there's only four. Like, is is it a sacred number or something? I don't know why. Uh, yeah, football figured it out. They got eight of them. Yeah, and, and two, a whole other. Yeah, uh, and two eight man. Yeah. <laughs> so they have ten different tournaments. I mean, you can make it happen. Yeah, I mean, if Marysville gets, if a if a big family moves to Marysville, <laughs> guess what? You're preparing for a district game against yeah. Dakota or Chip Valley or Eisenhower, or right. a school you should never ever have to compete for a state title with. Bubble play and we'll shoot the rock. 
They get more kids at tryouts than Marysville has in graduating classes. That's true. So solving the world's problems. Yes, you are. You're having fun with it, too. I, I was waiting for you. You know, you got eight-man football. You were going to have four-on-four basketball or three-on-three basketball. <laughs> oh, really three small yeah. Three-on-three. <laughs> you get, you get like, court. pack. pack. <laughs> Those small schools have a three-on-three division. It's better for social distancing. Yes. Yes. There we go. <laughs> Anyways. Coach Shunk, I want to thank you. All right. Thank I've you for having it. me on here. Brady, well, whatever. i got to talk yeah. to you anyways. Yeah, we'll be back on. We have another guest coming on for Wednesday, so that'll be fun. Okay. You going to announce that, or are we going to keep it a secret? Yeah, well, let's keep him waiting. I did it before for okay. no good reason. That's that's the way Brady is. He likes to keep secrets from everybody. Coach, you know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, Brady and I will be back uh, for another podcast on Wednesday mm-hmm. with another guest. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.